Okay, we left off in the Gemara on the bottom, towards the bottom of the Afchas Ahmed base. And the Gemara is Omer Yitzchak. Omer Yitzchak, it's about five lines from the from the wide lines. Five lines up from the wide lines, Omer Yitzchak. Zot the Gemara, Omer Yitzchak, Afilu Shonim Kishnei Elio, Says Rabbi Yitzhak, even if we're dealing with the times of Eliyahu, and these were times of extreme famine, complete lack of food, rain was critical during this time, even during these times of Shnei Eliyahu, and it rained on Arab Shabbos, it's still a simen klala, it's still a terrible thing. And Hainu Da'omar Rabbi Barshila, that's exactly what Rabbi Barshila expressed, when he said, Kasha Yoma Dimitra Kiyoma Didina, that a day of rain causes tremendous amount of distress and burden, just like the days that you had to go to Bezin, right? One of the Takanos of Ezra, the Gemara in Bavakama explains that one of the Takanos of Ezra was that every Monday and Thursday, Bezin would, would convene in these major cities, and people would have to travel in from wherever they lived to get to Bezin. So says Rabbi Barshila, that just like the, there was a certain inconvenience to traveling to Bezdin from the smaller cities to the larger cities, so too there was an inconvenience of rain on an Erev Shabbos, even in the times of Shnei Elio, when it was so important, when it was so critical, because it was times of famine, Afal Pikain, that's the negative effect rain had. And on that note, says the Gemara Vaiter, Amra Meimar, Ilav Ditzarich Libriyasa, if not for the fact that rain was absolutely critical for, for everyone's uh, well-being and for the world to continue for crops and agriculture, but I would daven for rain to be bottle forever for there never to be any more rain because of the inconvenience it causes. Says the Gemara Vaiter, the top wide line on the bottom of Ches Almond Beis. Am Rabbi Yitzchak, Shemesh B'Shabbos is Tzedakah La'aniyim. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes it a sunny day, a hot, warm, sunny day on Shabbos, it, that's considered to be tzedakah for poor people. And the Rishonim have a machlok as why exactly that's true. Pasha Pshad, it's because Aniyim either don't have such warm clothes or don't have certain begadim at all. So therefore, to warm them up, so it's it's uh, it, that's a tzedakah. So what's miyuchad, what's so special about specifically having the Shemesh on Shabbos as opposed to during the week. So it could be they would eat certain delicacies, Rashi points out, only on Shabbos that would, that would they then they would need for their digestion this warm weather. Okay, not 100% clear within the Rishonim why that's true, but for whatever reason, Shemesh B'Shabbos is Tzedakah Le'anyim. Shenemar, because the Pasuk says, V'zarcha Lachem Yiri Shemi, Shemesh Tzedakah Umerapa. Says the Gemara Vaiter, Vam Rebietra, Godel Yom Hagishamin, Shafilu Pruta Shibakis Misbarachasbo. A day of rain is so tremendous, it's so beneficial that not only do the fields and do the crops benefit, which is the obvious point, but comes the Gemara and his Mechadesh, a tremendous Chiddish, that all sorts of Parnasa, Afinu Parnasa, that is no Shaykhaz terrain is misbarachas, gets gets added bracha to it. For example, the dogma, what the Gemara is saying, is that bishlama, 
I would understand that a farmer's parnasa gets better on a day of rain, hooray, the crops start to grow. But comes the Gemara, and the Gemara tells us that even a lawyer's parnasa is better on a day of rain. Now, why is that true? Shinamar, the Pasuk says, so as kol maiseyatcha, kol is narabos, comes to include all sorts of parnasa. And you see the chashivos of a day of rain, that rain is such a source of bracha that not only do the crops benefit from it, but afilu kol, all sorts of parnasa are misbarachetzka. I wanted to just speak about this point very quickly. For, and, and expand the pound, expand on this point for, for a minute. The Mesilas Yesharim in the first para says the following, that when a person serves HaKadosh Baruch Hu and uses everything in the world to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to grow and to, to, to be more davuk to the Rabbana Shalom, not only does he himself have an aliyah, but everyone around him and the entire world has an aliyah as well. This is the Lashon of the Mesilas ba'atzmo. If a person controls himself, and is davik to the Rabboni Sholem, and does everything in his capacity and uses everything in the world only to connect Viter to the Rabboni Sholem, who miss Allah? So that person in and of, that person himself has an aliyah, right? He gets he grows, but comes the Mesilas Yesharim and says, The Gantz world itself, the whole world has an aliyah as well. When a person grows, when a person has an aliyah, the entire world itself has an aliyah as well. Don Segel in his beer, in his pirish on the on the Mesila Sisharim, makes the following ha'ara on this point. He says, when the Mesila Sisharim writes, when a person is misala, the world is misala, it doesn't just mean that the world in Ruchnius is misala. Rather, it means even in Gashmius, that when a person does everything l'shem shamayim and does everything and the person himself has an aliyah, the world, afilu, the world in Gashmius has an aliyah as well. And he brings it out from the following Gemara. The Gemara in Psachim, on Davches Amun Beis, has the following two questions. The Gemara wants to know, how come there are no Chamei Teveria in Yerushalayim? So Chamei Teveria are hot springs that are found in Teveria. And these are famous hot springs throughout Shas, right? These were the Spitz, the most Geschmack hot springs in the world, the Chamei Teveria. And the Gemara wants to know, how come these Chamei Teveria were not found in Yerushalayim? Why are they found in Teveria? And the Gemara wants to know also, these Peros Ginosar, the most spitz, most delicious Peros in the world, why are they not found in Yerushalayim? And the Gemara answers for both of them, because had the Peros Ginosar and the Chamei Teveria, had they been found in Yerushalayim, so we could have had an issue. Everyone has a mitzvah of Aliyah Laregel, and it could have been that someone could have unfortunately been Ola Rego Shalom Lishma. They could have said, I was being Ola Rego only to get Hana from these Peros Dinosa and from these Chamei Teveria. So to avoid such an issue, HaKadosh Baruch Hu purposely didn't put the Chamei Teveria and the Peros Dinosa in Yerushalayim. Ad Khan Divrei HaGemara in Psachim.
asks Rav Dan what in the world is the Havamin of the Gemara? Right? The Gemara asks, how come the Chamei Teveria aren't in Yerushalayim? You know what the answer is? Because they're Chamei Teveria. Right? These are the hot springs that are in Teveria. If it's Ki'ivo, I'm asking, how come Akiva lives in New Jersey and not in Boca? The answer is because he lives in Bo- in Jersey. When it's not Shaykh. Why are the Chamei Teveria, why are the hot springs of Teveria found in Teveria, not Yerushalayim? Well, because otherwise they want to be the Chamei Teveria. Right? Everyone here? So Rav Dan Segel brings out this episode of the Mesiwa Sisharim. Bahava Mina of the Gemara is as follows. Right? Again, the Mesiwa Sisharim told us the more a person is Misala and Ruchnius, the more the world itself is Misala, Afilu, and Gashmias. Says Rav Segel, that's the Kavan of the Gemara. Yerushalayim is the place where there's the most Hashras, Hashchina, the most Kedusha, the most Ruchnias. So there it would make sense to have the most spitz, most gishmak gashmias as well. And on that, the Gemara is bothered. How come we don't have the Peros Ginosa and Chame Teveria in Yerushalayim? In the place where we have the most hashras hashchina, the most ruchnias, the most gishmak ruchnias, Sham, there is the place where we should, would expect to find the most gashmias as well. The most spitz, gishmak gashmias. And to that, the Gemara has to answer, so we don't have a case of Aliyah Laregel Shalom Lishma. I thought maybe this episode is shot in the Gemara here. That why is it that when we have a day of rain, that Afilu Shar Parnasa is Misbarachas Why is that true? So I thought maybe the Pshat is, is exactly what we just said. A day of rain, as we've seen throughout the Masachta so far, is a tremendous giloy shechina, right? The nusach bracha, maybe I'll call tipa v'tipa shehorada talmanu. We have a hakara, we're molded to the Rabbonu Sholam. On every single drop of rain, it's clear that that's siyata dishmaya, that that's hashgacha. Rain is in the beginning of the Masech, we said rain is parnasa. Rain is something that it's clear the Rabbonu Sholam runs the world. We see a tremendous giloy shechina. So there, on a day of rain, when we have so much ruchnis, hashras hashchina, and giloy shchina, there then it makes sense to have an aliyah also in gashmias. And to that the Gemara says, so it makes sense now why every parnasa would be misbareches on a day of gisham. Okay. Says the Gemara Vaita. That bracha is not shora, Kaddish Baruch Hu doesn't bench anything unless it's samoy min ha'ayin. Unless the person ex- exhibits a, a midah of tznias and he hides things and he doesn't show things off. When a person is, when it's samoy min ha'ayin, when he hides it from the eyes of other people, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will allow it to be, to be benched. Shinemar the Pasuk says, and the Gemara Darshan's Ba'asamecha, which is the, uh, the warehouse from Samoy. Asamecha Miloshin is Samoy. Samoy Minayim. And a very similar Gemara, Tana Debe Rabbi Shmal. Eina Bracha Metsuya Elabadavar She'in Ha'ayin Shalat Yisrael. That Bracha is not Shora on something that 
people look at, that people gaze at. If it's sholeit mina ayin, then then there's no bracha. So again, the sod of the Gemara is that anything that's hidden from other people, someone where where you have a midah of tsnir, so then Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives it bracha. A nichnas limud has grown. someone who goes to his field to count up, to measure, to weigh his tvua, his crop. So then he can make the following Baruch please let it be your will that all my tvua that I'm about to go weigh and measure should be benched. That's before you start to weigh it. Then his chilamod, when a person then begins to weigh and to measure his crop, Omer Baruch Hashalech Bracha Bekariyazah. You can bench Hakadosh Baruch Hu Kiviyachol and say, "Thank you, Hashem, for benching this crop." However, Modad ve'Acher Kach Birech. If a person had already measured and weighed his crop and then makes the Hiratzon Hiratzon, then Hakadosh Baruch Hu should bench this crop. Harezu Tfila Shav. So Tfila Shav, it's a worst worthless Tfila. It's useless. Futile. Why is that true? The fisha in habracha mitsuya, lobadavar hashakol, velobadavar hamadud, velobadavar hamanoi. Because as we said, bracha is not showround anything that you can count, that you weigh, because it's no longer samoy min ha'ayin. Ella bedavar ha samoy min ha'ayin, only things that are samoy, that are that are withheld from your eyes, from your vision, amida of tsnias, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu can bench it. So before you go and count and see how much you have, you can make the Hiratzon, but after the fact that the, the Gemara already calls it Tfilah Shav, and that you are ready to wait. Says the Gemara Vaiter, a day of rain is just as great as kibbutz Goliath. How do I know? And afikim is rain. Says a day of rain is so tremendous because the army stops its its encroachment into enemy territory. What does that mean? So if you have a war, so nation A is going into nation B. So all of a sudden you have a tremendous rain. It's difficult for the troops to move forward. So the another benefit of a day of rain is the Geisel's Postcospo. They stop their their advancement into enemy territory, Shanamar, Tilameha, Rua, Rava, Nachas Gidudal. Vom Says Hakadosh Baruch Hu will prevent rain. The the Shemayim will close up and and there won't be rain for us. If you have people that commit to giving tzedakah berabim in public, they publicly uh, claim that they're going to give money to tzedakah, and then they don't end up giving it. That is reason enough. For Hakadosh Baruch Hu to close the Shemayim Shenemar, Nesiim Veruach VeGeshem Oyin Ish Mitzhalo BeMasas Shach. Okay. As we transition to the top of Tesla Aleph, one of the more famous Gemaras in the entire Masach. 
what does it mean when the Pasuk says, Aser ta'aser, there's a reboy, there's a kfeilas haloshin when it comes to miser. The Pasuk says, Aser ta'aser. What's the kfeilas haloshin? Aser bishvil shetisasher. Says the Gemara, you have to read it differently. Aser, give miser in order shetisasher that you become wealthy, Miloshin Ashiros. The Gemara tells us that if a person gives Meiser, if a person gives Tzedakah, then you're going to become wealthy. Aser, give Meiser, Bishvil, Shetis Asher. Just a, a nuance in the Kriyasa Gemara. So the Rabbeinu Hanano here on this Gemara reads the Gemara a little differently, and he reads it, Aser, Bishvil, Shetis Aser. Give Meiser, in order that you'll be able to give more miser in the future. Meaning, if a person gives miser, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu will pay that person back, and he'll continue to have enough money to be able to give miser. So Rabbeinu Hanano reads it, Aser Bishvil Shetis Aser, whereas most Rishonim read it, Aser Bishvil Shetis Asher, that you'll become wealthy. The Yisod is the same, the Kriya is slightly, slightly different. Rabbi Shimon Shkop in his Akdama to Shari Yosher writes the following. He gives the following, the following analogy. What's the kavana behind Aser Bishvil Shetis Asher? Why is it that if a person gives Meiser, if a person gives Tzedakah, why is it that Chazal promised, give a Haftacha, that he'll become wealthy? So Rabbi Shimon says as follows. He brings our Gemara and he explains as follows. He gives a mashal. If a king has a treasury, so he appoints Ruvain to look over his treasury, to look over all of his money. And if Ruvain does a good job with it, so and he, he shows that he's a good shomer, that he, he's reliable, and he does what the king wants, so the king is going to promote Ruvain and to, to watch over a bigger sum of money. Because he trusts him. So too says Reb Shimon by us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kiviyachal give his money and said, watch over my money. And if we show that we have a good, that, that we do a good Shmirah, that we do what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants with his money, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to continue to entrust us with his money. When a person invests, right, if I invest my money in with Daniel, and I say, Daniel, invest my money for me. So if Daniel makes me money on my money, so then I'm going to say, you know what? I trust you now. I see you know what you're doing. I'm going to give you more money to invest. So too by our Kaddish Baruch. Kaddish Baruch Hu Kiviyacho invests his money in us. And he says, invest my money. If we invest it properly and we use it for Torah and for mitzvahs and to support Yiddishkeit, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I'm going to continue to invest in you. Aser, give Meiser, invest HaKadosh Baruch Hu's money, Bishvil Shetis Asher. And if we do that, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to continue to allow us to have more money to Kiviyachal, continue to invest his money. So that's how Reb Shimon explains, explains this Gemara. Aser, Bishvil Shetis Asher. Okay. Later in the Gemara. Top of Tesamadam. 
Tell me over a pasuk that you're learning now. So Amar the son of Rabbi Yochanan, uh, the son of Rish Lakish said to Rabbi Yochanan, Aser Ta'aser, I'm currently learning the, the pasuk of Aser Ta'aser. So Amar the son of Rish Lakish, turned to Rabbi Yochanan, he said, I'm learning this pasuk. My Aser Ta'aser, Rabbi Yochanan, tell me the pshat. What's pshat in Aser Ta'aser? So Amar Rabbi Yochanan turns to the son of Rish Lakish and he says, the pshat is this Gemara. Aser b'shvil asher, that a person should give tzedakah, should give meiser, in order that he become wealthy. Amar so the son of Rish said to Rabbi Yechinon, Minalach, how do you know that this is true? Amar so he says, Zil nisi, Rabbi Yechinon turns to the son of Rish and he says, you know how I know it's true? Go try it for yourself. Go give Meiser, go give Tzedakah, and see for yourself if HaKadosh Baruch Hu benches you with more money. Go see, it's Badaka Menusa. You know how I know? Because it's tried and tested, it's Badaka Menusa. Go see for yourself. Amar says, Yenuka, Umishari Minesuyin HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Whoa, whoa, are we allowed to do such a thing? If HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if Chazal, give us a Haftacha. Are we allowed to, to test it to see if it works? That sounds like it's an issue in Amuna, a lack of bitacha. V'haksev, doesn't the Pasuk say, lo senasu es Hashem, that you're not allowed to test the Rabbonah Shalom? So ask the son of Rish Lakish, ask the Yenuka to Rabbi Yechina, go test, the only see, it's Aser, it's a Mephurashu Pasuk. Amar So Rabbi Yechinah responds, no, hachi Amar you're right. Typically, there's an iser to test the Rabbana Shalom. However, the one exception is over here. When it comes to when it comes to giving miser, then you're allowed to. How do I know? Shanemar, the Pasuk says, the Pasuk says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to give bracha ad belidai for someone who gives maizah. Says the Gemara, my ad belidai. What does it mean that a, that a person is going to say ad belidai? That a person is going to say uh, enough? What does that mean? A person is going to say enough, enough, I have enough? What, what does that mean? Amar Rami Barcham, Amar ad sheyivlu sifsoseichem miloy merdai. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the kavan of the Pasuk, the Pshat and the Pasuk is someone who gives Meiser. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives the Haftacha. They're going to get so wealthy to the point where they're going to have to say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, enough, enough. We have enough. Wild Gemar. Amar so responds, the Anuka to Rabbi Yechanan, Ihavis Mati Yehosam Lahai Psuka. Had I gotten to that Pasuk, Lo Havis Srichna Lecha, I wouldn't have needed you or your Rebbe, Rabbi to tell me that that was Pshat, to tell me that I'm allowed to test the Rabboni Shalom, and to tell me that that was Pshat in the Pasuk. Visu, another Maisa with Rabbi Yochanan and the son of Ishlakish. Ashkiche Rabbi Yochanan, the Yenuka of Ishlakish, the Yaseva Amar. Rabbi Yochanan saw the Yenuka of Ishlakish saying over the following Pasuk, 
Pasuk in Mishlein, Ivelas Adam Tisalif Darko, Vialashem Yizaf Libo, that the Averos of a person blind their way, blind their derech, corrupt their derech, Vialashem Yizaf Libo, but somehow, for some reason, they get angry at Hashem. What the Pasuk is saying is that a person messes up. And therefore, is roy for punishment. When a person does Avera, when a person does an Avera, Yisalev Darko, so therefore, HaKadosh Baruch is Ma'anashim, and he goes through whatever tsari he goes through. And yet, Yal Hashem Yizaf Libo, but he blames Hashem. He says, no, it's nothing to do with me. He blames the Rabbon Hashem. That was the Pasuk that the Anuka, that the Anuka was saying over. And Yasuf Rabbi Yechanan Vekamitama, again, a Pasuk in Mishlech. So Rabbi Yochanan heard this and he thought to himself, Is there such a thing as there being a Pasuk in Nak where the Yesod of the Pasuk is not hinted to in Chumash? Meaning, where do we see such a thing? Where do we see in Chumash that a person gets angry for Hashem punishing them, but doesn't take Accountability and rather puts it only on the Rebbe. So Amar Lai responds the Anuka Atuha Milo Remizi. Of course, this is Marumas in Chomet. Vahaksev doesn't the pasuk say Viyatsa Libam Viyechudu Ishalach of Leimor Mazoy Sasalukim Lanu. Right, the Shiftei Ka, the Shvatim say that look what Hashem did to us. When, right, the whole Maisa with Yosef, look what Hashem did to us. They blame HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the tzara they were going through, when really, why were they going through it? For their own actions, what they did to, to their brother Yosef. What they did to Yosef caused their whole tzara, and yet they blame Mazos, Mazos, Aselo Kimlonu, what did Hashem do to us? So, Dali Ene, Rabbi Yochanan lifted his eyes. And he stared, he was staring at this Yanuka. Asya Ime, so came the mother of the son of Rishlakish. And Apixai, he told her daughter, he told she told her son to go to leave. Leave, go leave Rabbi Yechanan. Why? Amrale, because she told her son, Samikame, leave, go, go, leave the face of Rabbi Yechanan. So he doesn't do to you what he did to your father, to Rish Lakish. Right? The famous Misa, the famous Misa, in the end of Bava Metziah, the Misa, Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish were Chavrusas, they learned together, and ultimately, ultimately, Rish Lakish, Rabbi Yochanan died for Rabbi Yochanan Davin for Ishlakish to die. And he went around, Rabbi Yochanan then went, went crazy. He went around screaming in the streets, Lakisha, Lakisha, he missed him so much. And the whole Misa, Ayin Sham. But comes, comes the wife, comes the wife of, of Ishlakish and tells her son, leave the presence of Rabbi Yochanan so he doesn't do the same to you that Rahman and Lathan he did to your father. Okay, I want to speak about this pasuk, this pasuk in Mishlei, Ivelas Adam Tisalev Darko Yizaf Libo. So the Gra 
in his Pirish on Mishlei. This is in Perak Yud Tes Pasuk Gimel. Yvelas Odom Tisalif Dark of Yahashem Yizaf Mibo. Says the Gra, what's the Pshad in the Pasuk? Ki Amru Chazal Habali Taher Misayayin Chazal tell us that someone who tries to come closer to the Rabbonish Olam, to be Metar himself, to grow in Ruchnius, Misayayin also, he's, he's benched with a special Siyat Adishmaya. This is a Haftacha. Someone who tries to become closer to the Rabboni Sholem, Habali Tar Mitzvos. There are times when a person says, I'm going to start learning Taira, I'm going to start doing Mitzvos. He's trying and he's trying and he's learning and he's steiging and he's davening and he's growing. And all of a sudden, he stops. Why? Because it's too difficult for him. He's not seeing success. He's not seeing the fruits of his labor. Because he knows this Chazal. He knows that Chazal says, And he's learning, he's shtayging, he's shtayging, but he doesn't see that siyata dishmaya that Chazal promised. So it's very disheartening. And what ends up happening? Vizoif al Hashem. He gets angry at Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Lama lo siyu. How come I wasn't zochet to that siyata dishmaya of habali tar misayenos? Says the Gra ubeemes who machmas ivalasu. Really, it's because he messed up. Really, it's because this guy messed up. How did he mess up? Every person has to grow incrementally. You can't jump and skip steps. You have to start where you're home. If a person takes upon himself, I'm going to grow, I'm going to stag, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. But it's so above where he's holding, not that a person, person shouldn't have she'ifos and hasagas in learning. But there's, there are levels. You have to climb the ladder. So if a person shoots way beyond where he's at and tries to skip steps in his learning, and then he doesn't see success, he doesn't see that siyata dishmaya, so he might give up. And he's going to get angry at HaKadosh Baruch Hu and say, where was that siyata dishmaya that I'm promised? Says the Gra, that's Kavanas Hapasa. Ivelas Adam Tesalif Darko. The person gets angry at Akadish Baruch Hu. I'm stopping to learn because I'm not seeing success. Where's that Siyata Dishmaya? Where's the Messiah in Says the Grod, the answer is it's Ivelas Adam Tesalif It's not that Hashem didn't give you that Siyata Dishmaya. You messed it up for yourself. You have to grow incrementally. There are steps. There's a mesorah of growth. There's a way to grow. There's a way to grow in learning and in davening and in avodas Hashem. We can't jump steps. And says Revolbi, Revolba on this brings this gra in Ali Shor. Revolba in Chelek Beis, Amud Taf Ches, brings this gra. Brings the Pasuk, brings the Gra, and he makes a tremendous Sa'ara. Says Revolba, look at this Chiddush Nifla. 
im adam tries if a person tries to grow not where he's holding he tries to skip steps he's not going to receive any on such a thing we don't say Revolvi points out, we see from this Gra Dover Nefla. If we want to be Zoha to Siatu Deshmaya in our learning, in our feel, on our growth, we have to know where we're holding. Right? One of the Memchas Kenyani Torah, if you look in Perik Vav of Perke Avos, is Makir Es Mekomo. Knowing yourself, knowing where you are, knowing where you're holding. It's one of the Memchas Kenyani Torah. And maybe the amkus, maybe the depth of Hamakaras Makaima is this Nakuda of the Graf. Is that someone who's Makaras Makomo knows where you have to start. Again, we should have Vasagas and we should have Shi'ifos to grow. But those, you don't start at your Shi'ifa. You have to work up. And this is a theme that that's, the Graf speaks about multiple times in Mishlei. You have to grow incrementally. You have to know your steps. But more we see from here, from this revolba, you're only zocha to that siyata dishmaya if you start where you're supposed to start. And that's the kavana of this pasuk of Ivelis Adam to Salif Darko, Bial Hashem, Yizaf Liba. Okay. Vaitur in the Gemara. Says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give rain even if only one person needs it. However, when it comes to Parnasa, if one person needs a whole gebenched year, if only one person needs it, he's not going to get it. So what does this mean? So Rashi just, just clarifies what this means is that let's say, for example, Everyone planted during the Shas Hazria, the proper time to plant. So everyone got sufficient rain. However, one guy, for whatever reason, planted later on and he missed the whole rainy season. If this person alone needs rain, Bishvil Yachid, Matar Bishvil Yachid. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, for one person who needs, will give rain. However, if everyone's crops had a good year, but one person's crop did not. But Baruch Hu is not going to be Mishan and Teva. He's not going to change nature in terms of Parnasa in the broader sense for one person. Okay. How do we know this is true? Matar Bishul Yachid. How do I know? Dechsev. Yiftach Hashem Lecha. Belashen Yachid. Es Otro Hatov. Lasez Matar Artsecha. That you see, Hakadosh Baruch Hu will give matar lecha for one person, parnasa bishol rabim, but parnasa will only be for the greater klal Yisrael. Dixiv hinini mamtir lachem, but lashon rabim lacha. Okay. Back the Gemara, Meisvei Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Huda, Imer Shleisha Parnas and Taivim Amdin Yisrael. There were three major leaders in klal Yisrael, and Eluhe, Meisha, Va'aron, and Miriam. Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam were these three major leaders for Klau Yisrael. And Shalosh Matanos Talos Nisnal Yadam Ve'eluhein. And we had three Matanos, three gifts, Bishusam, and these were them. The Be'er, 
the Be'er Shomayim, right, that we had throughout the Midbar, the Anonei HaKavod, and the Mon, and says the Gemara, the Be'er was Bishos Miriam, the well was Bishos Miriam, the Amun Anon was Bishos Aaron, the clouds were Bishos Aaron HaKavod, and the Mon was Bishos Moshe. Then Mesa Miriam, so when Miriam died, Nistalik HaBe'er, so we lost the Be'er, because it was Bishusa. How do I know Shanamar? But Tamash on Miriam, the Pasuk says Miriam died. Fixiv Basrayan, right after the Pasuk says, We didn't have water. Why is that true? Because Vatamash on Miriam, we lost Bishusa the bear. But then ultimately we got it back. This Chazra and we ultimately got back the Be'er, the water source, Bishus, both Moshe and Aram. Mes Aaron, when Aaron died, the Anonia Kavod were lost. Shenemar, how do I know? Pasuk says, Vayishma Knani Melech Aaron. Melech Aaron, the Melech of the Knanim, hurt. Says Gemar Mashmu Shama. What exactly did he hear? Shama Shemes Aaron. He heard that Aaron had died, and therefore he also heard that Vinistalko Anani Kavod. He heard that when Aaron died, so we, Klal Yisrael also lost our protection. We lost the Adnani HaKavah. And therefore, So he thought if Klal Yisrael lost their protection, the Adnani HaKavah, it must mean that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is upset with Klal Yisrael. And therefore, now's the time to attack. That's why, that's what the Pasuk says. That Klal Yisrael saw that Aaron died. And Omer of Avo, Al Tikri Vayiru, don't read it as they saw that he died. Ella Vayirau. Falisol became scared that he died. Why? Because when Aaron died, we lost our protection, the Anani Akavan. Who Kidrish Lakish? The Omer Ishlakish Rishlakish says that ki is Mishamish Barabalashonos. The word ki can mean four different things. Ki. Dilma, Ella, or Deha. So now when we look back in the Pasuk, originally we read it, Vayiru ki gava Aaron, and Klaus saw ki that, that Aaron died. But in the proper Kriya, we would read it as Vayera'u, they became nervous because Aaron died. Because Aaron died. So ki switched from that to because. Then Chazushneim ultimately Bishus Moshe. So when both Miriam and Aaron died, so then both the Be'er and the Ananiya Kavod were ultimately returned back to Klal Yisrael Bishus Moshe alone. Then Mes Moshe, when Moshe died, Nistalku Kulan. All three of the Matanos that we had, the Be'er, the Ananiya Kavod, and the Man were taken away. Shenamar, because the Pasuk says, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu took the Neshamos of Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam all in the same month. Is it true? Did Moshe, Aaron, and Miriam die in the same month? It's not true. Miriam died in Nisan, Aaron in Av, and Moshe in Adar. So what's Pshan in the Pasuk? The Pasuk says that they all died in the same month. Elamai. Rather, what it means is the matanos that were were all taken away 
in the same month. That being, in Adar, when Moshe died, because ultimately after the Misa of Miriam and Aaron, so both the Be'er and the Ananiya Kavod were returned to Klai Yisrael because Moshe Rabbeinu Alayim. Allah. So anyway, again, we were asking Akasha, what do we see from here? Parnasa Bishul Yachid. We see that it is true that we do have Parnasa Bishul Yachid. We see that Bishus Moshe Rabbeinu Nagant Klai Yisrael was Zeichet to the Mon. So how can we say that Matra Bishil Yochid, Parnasa Bishil Rabin, that you don't have Parnasa Bishil Yochid? That's not true. We see that we had Parnasa Bishil Yochid, we had Parnasa Bishvio Bishos Meish Rabin. Answers the Gemara. Shiny Moshe, Kevon de la Rabin, who bought Kirabin Domini. Moshe was different. Since Moshe Davin, for all of Klal Yisrael, it's not considered b'schus It's not considered b'schus The Hagos Siyunim brings a slightly different girsa. Shiny Moshe, kevan de'olim z'chusai kerabindam. You're right. Typically, you don't have parnasa b'shul yachet. But who's like Moshe Rabbeinu? The schus of Moshe Rabbeinu was great enough, was so great, that Bishos Moshe alone, we were able to have Parnasa Bishvil Okay. Three lines from the bottom of Tasamanam. Ravuna Bar Manoach, Rav Shmuel Bar Idi, Rav Chanina, Mivas Nisa, Havushchichi, Kamei Derava. These three would be sitting in Shir by Rava. Tinoch Navshei Derava, when Rava was Nifter. Papa. They had to find a new shir, a new magad shir, so they went to learn by Rav Papa. In Koimas Dehava Amr and any time that they were sitting in shir and they didn't like the svara, they didn't like the Torah that Rav Papa was saying, they didn't think it was on the same caliber as Rava. They would kind of make faces, make gestures to one another. Eh, it's not like Rava, and they used to be be. Clear in Shir, it used to be on their faces. So Chalash Daite. So you can imagine Rav Papa wasn't feeling so great about himself. Akruye Bichalme, Rav Papa then had a dream. And in that dream, the following Pasuk was said over, And I took these three leaders and I killed them all at the same time. Marumas that HaKadosh Baruch who wanted to kill these three Talmidim for what they were doing, for making fun of him. Lemachar, the next day in Shir, when they were leaving Shir, so Papa obviously didn't want HaKadosh Baruch Hu to, to punish them. So Amr Luhu, he said to them, You should go Bishalom, meaning HaKadosh Baruch Hu shouldn't punish you. Again, they didn't know about it, but it came in a dream. Or Papa was Michael and he said, Lizlu Rabbanon Bisham. Igor brings another similar Misa. Rav Simi Barashi have a Shriach Hamed Rav Papa. Rav Simi Bar Abba was also hearing Shir by Rav Papa. Have a Makshile Tuvan. He would ask him a ton of questions, try and, 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 and shlug up his Taira. Yomachad, one day, Chazi Dinafal Ape. So Rav Simi Barashi saw that Rav Papa was, was in distress. He was falling on his face. And Shamay Da'ama Rahmanu Etzon Mikisufa Desimi. And Rav Papa was like, oh my gosh, save me from these questions of Rav Simi. I, I can't deal with it anymore. 
And then after hearing that, so he said, you know what? I'm going to leave him alone. I'm not going to bother him during Shear. And he stopped asking questions. <laughs> On a similar point, maybe Lamaisa, just I think uh, an important Midos point. So oftentimes we might see at a Shabbos table, at a Yantif table, someone says over Dvar Torah. And I, it might not always make sense. Or they might completely say it over wrong. Don't ask questions. <laughs> don't don't try and slug it up and be like, oh, this makes no sense. What, what, what? The guy said over Stickle Tara. Okay, let him be. Now, separately, I've, uh, you know, my Rebbe is very clear. It's a chilo Hashem to not say over Torah clearly. It's a chilo Hashem. When a person's giving over Torah, you have to make sure and do all your best to make sure you're saying it as clear as possible. Now, that being said, we see from the Gemara, if someone's saying over something not clear and maybe it doesn't even make sense, don't bother now, what are you talking about? It makes no sense. You might see this at Shabbos tables and it's a very uncomfortable situation. Um, okay. We're going to stop here. Shkara Chavra.